Hello, and welcome to Sunday School Dropouts, the podcast where an ex-Christian and a non-believing sort of Jew read all the way through the Bible for the first time. My name is Nico Bakulich, and my normal co-host is Lauren O'Neill. Unfortunately, she has completely lost her voice and can't help record this intro. Luckily for both her and you, our dear, sweet listeners, we have a wonderful episode to present from the halcyon days before she became a voiceless ghost. Before we get to that, however, I should tell you that I am the non-believing sort of Jew, and Lauren is the ex-Christian. Also, this is not a Christian Bible study podcast. Also, also, this episode is very much not for children, because we swear and blaspheme all the time. Without further ado, I present our episode on Acts. Hope you enjoy. And today we have a third person in the studio. She is the author of two poetry collections, Balloon Pop, Outlaw Black, and Motherland, Fatherland, Homeland Sexuals, a New York Times notable book. Her writing has appeared in the New York Times, The New Yorker, The New Republic, Slate, and the London Review of Books. And I am reading this off the jacket of her third book, memoir called Priest Daddy, which is 100% the best book that you will read in the year 2017. 1,000%. <laughs> Patricia Lockwood, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Nico. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, I'm here all right. Um, I'm on an inhaler and cough medicine. <laughs> And I fucking read Axe on the plane, and I'm so ready to do this. And we're going to go for it. Yeah. Um, I have to tell you that, so you signed my copy of your first book as TT. TT. It's one and of my names. So now we refer to you in this household as TT. TT. Mm-hmm. So I'll That's, be like, oh, yeah. yeah, like, you know, Trisha Lockwood's new book is out. And then he goes like, oh, you mean TT? TT. That works for me. Once you give a nickname, you cannot you take it back. You can't take it away. No. It's not like Patricia is such a good name that you can't, like, improve on it a little bit. Sure. Mm-hmm. I like Titsy. <laughs> TT is good. Patitsy. Patitsa. Anything you want, Any really? of those. All of them. So we normally ask our guests um, what their religious background is. In your case, that is largely Freaky. the subject of yeah. Your book. Just read the book; it's easier. Ah, so. we don't want to give it away for free. No. no. Um, do you want to just give us back. the uh, the elevator pitch? Well, my book is called Priest Daddy. Priest Daddy. Now my daddy's a priest. It's just I wanted to put it all out front up there to up begin there. with. Yeah. yeah. So my dad is literally a married Catholic priest. Um how So I grew how? up inside like a church's butt pretty much. Well, first he was an atheist <laughs> and then he was down on a nuclear submarine watching the exorcist 72 times and he converted. Then he became a Lutheran minister and since he was already married to my mom, he could apply to get a special dispensation from Rome and become a married Catholic priest. It's just a really sort of rare thing that happens. Yes. So weird loophole. Tiny little um, loophole that no one else wants to get through. <laughs> this guy's like, yes, I'm exploiting this. This is mine. And um, have you have you read the Bible before? Because I know Catholics. Yeah, bitch, I've read the damn Bible. What? It's true. We don't read it. Don't read the Bible. Here's a quote from your very book. It says, uh, Bible verses were dot, 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 fine, but we secretly thought they would be more effective if they bled when you read them, just as we thought the commandments ought to shriek when they were broken. That's very Catholic. But at the same time, that was like a super evangelical youth group. Right. And so we did read the Bible. Right. Yeah, just in a special kind of way. Mm. Got it. Um, I also Not learned... Acts, though. <laughs> I mean, Acts sucks. I, reading this, I have not read Acts before. Like, I've, There's a reason. I None of this is familiar to me. Because guess what? Jesus isn't there anymore. Suddenly, we're suffering from a lack of charisma. Mm. Yeah, and we just have Paul. Yeah. 
Well, Paul Who's the shiniest, shiniest boy in the room. Oh, but... he is shiny boy. Mm-hmm. Shiny as the horse's hoof that flung him. But it wasn't a horse. He was just walking. He was just walking. Just walking. Yeah. Saul of Tarsus. I know more than I seem. You know. <laughs> no, you that, seem that goes like for you know any subject, really. But yes, I know. But Acts sucks because Jesus is no longer there. So you start off really strong with fucking Pentecost. And everyone's like, I have a flame above my head and a new tongue in my mouth. And you end amazingly with the shipwreck on Malta. Yes. Which is basically one of these interesting things that happens in the Bible where just sort of like between two verses, you can feel an entire other book open out. In this case, it's like the Tempest or something. Right? Yeah, totally. So you are. So you're going along and you're like, what? Paul is shipwrecked on on Malta, but you feel this other book open out behind it. That's one of the really interesting things about the Bible. And then that book is cut for length. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just imagine it. And that's basically how novels were invented. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to do some fast facts real quick. OK, I'll make them very fast. Thank you. Um, book of Acts written in Koine Greek um, by whoever wrote Luke, who was not actually Luke, but wasn't Luke. We'll call him that for convenience sake. Um, and likely written around the same time. So around like 80, 90 or so, um, possibly before the Gospel of John. Um, however, it seems like this manuscript is way more contested than Luke. There's more versions floating around. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like it kept being edited for a long time, probably because it's a much more political text than the Gospels. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about the very earliest days of the Christian church, like immediately after Jesus died. Um, so you've got, you know, this weird offshoot of Judaism um, that's now being taken up by Jews and Gentiles in different cities all over the Roman Empire. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of rifts, right? Like Gentiles in Rome. It's a bickering book. Yeah. I've forgotten what like a bickering a book it was. Yeah. Book. Yeah. So it kind of pretends that everything is going fine in the church. It's like, right. yeah, if there's any if there's any problems, we're dealing with them real quick, real fair. The only we problem... all agree you can eat the animals yeah. that you couldn't eat before, right? It's like it's very political. The only problem that we recognize in this book is the Jews, mm-hmm. quote unquote. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Can we talk about the plots of the Jews, the plots which of the I Jews. did not remember how many times that phrase was invoked in um, this text? And apparently, from what I read, like, so it, you know, as it kept being edited over the decades, maybe even centuries, um, that was a lot of what was added in. It would be yes. really yeah. adding no, that in makes more a lot of sense. stuff about how the Jews really, were bad. It really sticks out. It's literally like we're going along and then plots of the Jews, plots of the Jews. Like what, what's and, happening yeah. there? And considering it's written by someone Jewish yep. and like yep. Paul is Jewish and Peter is Jewish. I was, I was very intrigued because there's a moment in the text when he specifically says they're at Antioch and it says this is the first time that they call themselves Christians. Mm-hmm. But later on, Paul goes and when he's giving all his testimony, He's very clearly saying, I'm a Jew. Yeah, and he was like, I was a Pharisee. I was raised mm-hmm. in the strictest sect. Um, Make sure that's so... right before. Oh, it is. But yeah, okay. It is. 10 out of 10. <laughs> so that's that's the deal with Acts. It's very, it, very different from the Gospels, very ahistorical and like very... Um, it's just like very much in the legends and folk tales category. Yeah. And yeah. it's really like, and then they go there, and then they go mm-hmm. there. There's a thousand names. There are like 40 guys named Ananias for some reason. Yeah, mm. big the name back going then. on there? I did like the part where Peter yelled at him so hard that he died. Yeah, Ooh. we'll get to that. Okay. Um. So we'll start with chapter one real quick. This is something we were confused about is how long after Jesus rose from the dead was he zapping in and out and visiting disciples? True. And mm. the answer is 40 days. 
And that's convenient. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are the Very chances, right? Neurologically yes, convenient. Um, yeah. And so it's been 40 days since Jesus died. Um, and they've got a group of about 120 people, which is the disciples, presumably including all the, the auxiliary disciples, the women, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. The women. There are some of those. And Jesus's mom and brothers. If it's not including the lesser disciples, then it rules because that means there's like 20 men and 100 women. Yeah. But um, and they convene to pick someone to replace Judas, who in this version did not kill himself. Instead, he used the money that he got from betraying Jesus to buy a field. And when he was out in the field, he, quote, fell headlong and his body burst open and all his intestines his spilled out. entrails just spilled and this naturally became known to all the residents of Jerusalem, so that the field was called in their language, the field of blood. The field of blood. Why not like the field of guts or the bursting field? Mm. <laughs> they should have made right? it the bursting field. Strong choices better as well. That. Come on. <laughs> that makes it sound like popping boba. This is what we miss when Jesus is no longer here, right? Uh, so they replaced Judas with Matthias. Doesn't seem to do anything else in the book. Yeah, I had That's forgotten all. that there was also a bonus Judas in the Apostles. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a like a good Judas. Judas. Yeah. That is. The... There's like another. Like, there's like a million Judases. <laughs> it's like a very popular name. I just feel like if you're, the, if you're the good Judas yeah. who's an apostle, you really got boned by history. Yeah. It's like Kevin, it's true. Kevin Hitler. It's like it <laughs> shouldn't even exist. Like Kevin is a great orthodontist. Right. And he, he takes good care of his family, yeah. but it doesn't matter. It's it doesn't Kevin matter. Hitler. Too bad, Kevin. Um, and then Pentecost arrives. I did not know. I was raised Presbyterian. Mm. I did not know what Pentecost was. What the frick are you talking about? Please tell us Pentecost about Pentecost is when the Holy Spirit Pentecost. goes down on all of us spiritually uh-huh. and linguistically as uh-huh. well. Wait, so you guys didn't think about this? Not in my church, no. Damn. There's, I mean, there's Protestant churches that do it, obviously, but they're called Pentecostal, right? Well, yeah, there's this whole thing. That's one. It's of them. a thing. It's I thought it was like thing. a five coast thing. Well, mm. so here's the thing: is that what what I didn't know is that originally it was just the Greek word for the Hebrew holiday of Shavuot or the Feast of Weeks, which happens oh. fifty days after Passover. It's so boring, though. Greek-speaking <laughs> Jews were <laughs> to me. I'm like etymology. There's literally nothing yeah. more interesting. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Greek-speaking Jews were already calling Shavuot Pentecost. Um, but so now it's obviously a Christian holiday because 50 days after Easter, um, the Holy Spirit goes down on you. Goes down on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What happens exactly is a violent wind shakes the house that the disciples are in. They're all enveloped in tongues of fire. The Holy Spirit enters them. They start speaking in tongues. And some bystanders are like, quote, here's the direct quote. They have had too much wine. New wine. New wine. Mine didn't have new wine. Girl, what translation are you using? The fucking... Then I love the response. He's like, they're not drunk. It's nine in it's the morning. It's nine in yeah. the morning. The, t- the one time you can't be drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody is drunk. Right? You're at either... nine in the morning. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, these men are not drunk. It's nine in the morning. They're just following Jesus. You too can follow Jesus mm. and be drunk. At nine in the morning. Holy mm-hmm. shit. And so we see this like parallel universe that could have happened where there was a wine religion that yeah, spun off um, of this. A new wine at nine. New wine, new at, wine nine. at nine. That's the name of your drive time show. Bam. <laughs> Put T-T- it in TT in the morning, new wine at nine. TT in the morning, new wine at nine. Everybody loves this pitch. 3,000 people convert. Yeah, instantly. So they went from 120 to 3,120 in one day. Well, you just all converted when I said that. I think it would be You easy. know what? You're right. Right. 
I mean, I, I relate to this book because I do think this would be easy. I do think the drive time market undersaturated right now. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So that's Pentecost, and then when you hear about Pentecostal Christians, that's they're all about like going back to the very earliest church. I yes. See. Um, and we and, like to picture the room where it happened, the upper room. Huh. We love to think about that. Sort of like it's, is the inside of our own skulls. Or that's just me. But like oh, that's that's how that's, we think of it. That's a lovely image. You don't think of like exposed ceilings, what kind of natural no, no, light no. you're getting? No. Okay. No. Granite countertops. It's like a basilica, but it's your head. And so, yeah, that's why you'll hear about Pentecostal Christians speaking in tongues, handling snakes. Trisha, in the book, you talk about um, going to like an evangelical youth group, although yes. you were obviously raised Catholic. Right. Um, it was a fusion. Yeah. Yeah. And they they spoke in tongues there. You um, said that you could never do it because it felt like sticking your finger down the English language's throat. Yeah. It was literally people just standing there being like, ding dong. Like it was. And you would be standing there listening to them and you're like, that, mm, I don't think that is what God's language would be, <laughs> in my opinion, you know. So, but the idea of speaking in tongues is that everyone did it so you weren't listening to each other, you know, uh, sort of like you all, like communal right. showering after sure. gym or something like that. So then all these believers start living communally. Mm -hmm. um, they all like sell all their possessions and then they give the money to like the commune. Mm -hmm. and yeah, then, it's like very communistic. Yeah. All. Um, and they use that to buy food and whatever, whatever everybody needs. New um, wine. And they just spend their days praising God and convincing new people to sell all their shit and join the pyramid scheme. That only works as long as you can get new people, though. Yeah, but yeah. guess what? <laughs> they're going to get those new people. Yeah, they're going to get them. <laughs> um, and the top disciples are going around performing miracles, um, converting more and more people, you know, making the pyramid bigger and bigger. Sure. Then we get to this man it's named like Mary Kay, or like what is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, like Herbalife. Yeah, Herbalife. Yeah. Um, of course, we didn't say that. You know, they're very litigious. <laughs> All right. Oh, um, yeah. We were talking Strike about that Schmerbelschmeif. Yep. Mm -hmm. A man named Ananias joins this this commune, and big mistake, sells, Ananias. Sells some property, and he's it, supposed to give all the money. But he doesn't. When it starts, uh, it starts, a man named Ananias, with the consent of his wife, Sapphira, sold a piece of property. And I was like, instantly being, like, this is going to be blamed on the wife. Sapphira <laughs> much? Yeah, it's like practically Elvira. And I was wrong, but not for the reason nope. I thought. Exactly, right? So when Peter sees this, uh, this incomplete sum of money, he says with, with masterful church lady judgment, Ananias, how is it? That Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit. And Ananias falls down and dies. Yeah. Instantly dies. R.I.P. Yeah. Instantly He dies. got roasted so hard. One of my favorite died. things about Acts, though, is that something like that will happen. They're like, and then Peter yelled at Ananias so hard that he died. And then the next sentence will be, but still the message of God continued to be spread. Over the <laughs> yes. It's always something like that, just like as a capper. I love that about Acts. That's so good. Yes. And then, of course, his wife, Sapphira, comes in. Without knowing what happened, they're like, oh, um, is this the whole amount of money? And she's like, yeah. And then he's like, Bitch, why? no, that's a lie. Stop lying to God. She falls down and that And that, dies. The first one, accidental. He didn't know he could kill people accidental, with his voice. Accidental, mm -hmm. ha ha. Second it's one, good. he just killed a man. Yeah. And then he deploys with the same voice. methods. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So the second one's murder. 
So yeah, totally, a hundred percent. Because now you know. If we have any listeners who are doing Herbalife or Would any be. other types of pyramid schemes, see, um, that might be a good tactic. Just be so disappointed in someone that they die. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's bad for their bottom line, though. Well, oh, true. Depends. Yeah, didn't they lose a Christian that day? Mm. Two Christians, but they got a good story. Yeah, yeah, with which to convert more non-believers. <laughs> I see how this works now. So as the church grows, there start to be some conflicts between the, the Grecian Jews, quote-unquote, mm. and the Hebraic Jews. You happen to be plotting? <laughs> I mean, like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, so they're they're having disputes about the way that Resources are being distributed communistically. Sure. Um, and the apostles don't really want to deal with this. So they appoint seven dudes to like do admin for the church. Right. Um, and they are Stephen, Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas from Antioch, who is a Gentile convert. And these are all Greek names. Are they? Did you just make those up? <laughs> I made up Nicanor, but everything yeah, else was legit. That's what I thought. <laughs> and... So that that means there's a dispute between the Grecian Jews and the Hebraic Jews, and they appointed all Grecian Jews. Mm, very to convenient. Take care of it. And my Bible's footnotes actually say that this is good because then the Grecian Jews' interests will be represented, and that's the only explanation. I'm sorry, again, that it like gets. what Bible are you the using? The fucking new international version. What kind Bible. of trash Bible do you think well, I have? We have fresh. It. We have stacks of Bibles. We have literally stacks of Bibles, Bibles. but most of them are NIVs. Yeah. <laughs> um, now. Stephen is now in charge of, like, church's day-to-day operations. Um, as a Protestant, I don't know anything about saints. Oh, shit. You don't know about... He got stoned. We don't We do not do anything with saints. He got the shit stoned out of him while Paul held the cloaks and turned his face away. Oh, we are very into that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me what you know about St. Stephen. I physically pictured him with holes in his body, like Swiss cheese, like the stones going through him. Mm. Stones going through him. Yeah. I mean, you hear about these things when you're like four. So right. you, you have a child's idea of the martyrdom of St. Stephen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he gets stoned to death by the Jewish high priests. Ooh, I've got it. St. Stephen is the John the Baptist to Paul. This is a gospel. It's just with Paul instead of Jesus. Yeah, kind of. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of parallels. Well, we just figured it out, didn't we? Well, I guess we're done with this podcast. Yeah, I guess we're done with the Bible. We solved entirely. Christianity. We solved it. <laughs> yeah. So so Paul is, is Saul still. Well, I guess always. I don't know. That's and a little metaphysical, isn't it? He's like if you replace the handle yeah. and then replace the bristles, is it still yeah. the same guy? Ooh. Paul is the Argo. <laughs> So he's part of the Pharisee, is part of the Jewish uh, establishment that's persecuting these new Christians. Um, he now begins a, a campaign of terror. Um, Let's call it that. Yeah. Against the followers of the way. The way. I know. Mm-hmm. I loved it being called the way. I like that too. Um, Trisha, did you learn in Sunday school the song that was like, I am the way? Did you learn that one? Not no. if that is what it sounded like <laughs> because I do not recognize that now. Because um, I know in your book you did have the. Uh, one about going bananas. Yeah, and I would sing that if I weren't having like this asthma problem right I now. I found a different version. Sing it right now. He's a peach of the savior. He's the apple of my eye. He goes stomping through the vineyards when the grapes are growing high. He's so plum wonderful. Oh my God. And that's the reason why. No. <laughs> I just You're go joking. bananas for my lord. Hmm. 
Yeah. Mine's punnier than yours. Yeah. Wow. Yours is like hot. Mine rabbit. was for adults. Mm. Mine was for yeah. the adult version. <laughs> bananas for the Lord. It was the sophisticated uh, banana. I mean, did, did you say adults who have gone bananas for the Lord? <laughs> yeah, they, they've, they've done it. New wine at nine. Um, he's arresting everyone he can. Saul is. Uh, kind of backfires because then Christians start fleeing to other cities and setting up churches there. So mm. he's accidentally just making it you spread. just fucked yourself yeah. crap boy you just yeah. fucked yourself crap boy meanwhile philip has taken over from from stephen who was immediately stoned to death after immediately stoned. taking yes. charge and mm-hmm. didn't do jack shit else nope um except and... inspire humanity for centuries Lauren, <laughs> i'm sorry unless you're not a catholic <laughs> and then you don't Jesus. even know he looks great he in stained glass too he, he looks fantastic in stained glass and so do the rocks mm. I like didn't even know I. It's this whole thing. Didn't know who Stephen was. Well, I forgive you your ignorance. Thank you, baby. I don't. In fact, I'm taking Stephen, this to my grave, which will be a martyr's grave. Stephen asked, asked God to forgive his persecutors' ignorance. And but isn't that kind of shade, though? I think he's it was, like they're so ignorant. You're just gonna have to forgive them, God. I think that was like ultimate shade. Yeah, like death shade, mm. night shade. Meanwhile, Philip. Philip and Peter and John are going around healing people, doing miracles. Um, I want to pause quickly to <laughs> talk about some of the people that they converted because mm-hmm. one of them was named Simon the Sorcerer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I'm so interested in Simon the Sorcerer. Mm-hmm. And also one of them is an Ethiopian eunuch. Yes. yes. Also Great my story. Favorite. Who is, quote, an important official in charge of all the treasury of Candace. Queen of the Ethiopians. Mm-hmm. I just want to know more about those people. Who, what do you suppose is in the treasury of a woman named Candace? All of the balls of the eunuchs. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. It's obvious. I was thinking about, like, I don't know, a bunch of pet eggs or something. Hmm. Like, no, bake light jewelry. It's, it's balls. It's balls. It's just balls. There's an episode for any listeners who also listen to the podcast Exvangelical. His um, interview. That's a small little group. That's a, a niche group. There. <laughs> yeah. No one knows what that's about. Mm. No one has ever left Christianity. He has an interview with a guy named Peterson Toscano who talks about um, who like spent 17 years in ex-gay therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and, and he talks about the eunuchs in the Bible. And he had some really, really cool stuff to say about this particular encounter. Um, and now Saul, Saul heads to Damascus. To this persecute. is going to be important. This will be on the test. Yeah, this will be on the yeah. test. Mm. This is the only story from Acts that I had actually heard before. I can't believe I fucking read this again. I know all of this stuff. <laughs> I thought we were going to be like quizzed. I thought it was going to be like the SATs for the Bible. I mean, we can make it the SATs No, I'm way the ahead Bible. of the game. I've corrected you like six times. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> My puny Bible knowledge. I'm sorry, I was raised Protestant. It was like there was no saint. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Saul's getting close to Damascus, and then a blinding light. I wonder light if a blinding light is going to come from the sky upon him. that somehow knocks him on his ass. A voice says, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? And Saul's like, what the fuck? Who is this? New phone. New phone, New who phone. this? And the voice is like, it's me, Jesus, et cetera, et cetera. But no one else hears it. They see the light, but they don't hear it. I thought it was the other way around. They no, no. heard the voices, but didn't see the light. No, no, no. They see the light, but they don't hear the uh, voice. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We can check that, though, but I, I'm pretty sure that's true. I, you know, I'm I gonna... felt like the first time they heard the voice and did not see the light, and then every time he told the story afterwards, it was reversed. Oh, like, a, okay. 
Whoa. Yeah. But hey, who cares? You, it's so you both think at he's once. a liar. It's Schrodinger's blinding light. Yes. You think he's a liar. Yes. All right, that's a position. Uh, He's blind. He gets up, he's blind. For just three days, though. Goes to Damascus and chills out blind. And he fasts for three days because God told him to await instructions. And then God appears in a vision to this uh, Christian guy. His name is Ananias. They're all named Ananias. Uh, in Damascus and tells him, go to this house on Straight Street. Mm. I love that we get the street name. Wish it was Gay Street, but can't always get what we want. Um, go to this house and ask for Saul of Tarsus. Lay hands on him and restore his sight. And then Ananias is like, uh, isn't that the guy who came here to like fuck up your shit? And God's like, yeah, but now he's going to. Uh, be my emissary to the Gentiles. Fuck up the world shit yeah. by making it all Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're like, and fuck up the Jews shit most importantly. You plot against him every time. And so, and I finds him, lays hands on him. The scales fall off his eyes. Mm. That Things was, like scales. How, what Things like scales. They? Something like the, scales. What was that? How was that from a blinding, I thought the blinding light was, you know, like. Maybe like scabs. Yeah, or like maybe you know, like when you get a little crust in your eye, mm. some crusties. Maybe it was like like pink eye, total crust. Maybe yeah, like total pink eye. Look this up later. Okay, online. Everyone, just Google um, crusty eyes, eye yeah. scales. Yeah, things like scales. Why are my eyes like scales? <laughs> and... Three day blindness. Ananias touched mm-hmm. me. <laughs> Anything, just any Google search string. WebMD is like. Uh, you may be about to uh, convert to Christianity. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Are you a Roman citizen? <laughs> um, now the tables are turned because now Paul is the one who's being persecuted by but the he likes authorities. It. I think he does. He likes it. I think he does. And he gets in jail like every other day. So this book is about two things. It's about couch surfing mm-hmm. and it's about going to jail. And then getting shipwrecked on Malta. Yeah, <laughs> those are the main. Th- the I can't things, argue with that. Yeah. Those are the main just all things. This stuff. Yeah. Um. So he goes back to Jerusalem, and this is um. You know, people are like, "Oh, whatever. Who, who is this guy? He's the one who's trying to kill us. They don't let him in." But then this guy Barnabas vouches for him, so he's in. You can always count on a Barnabas. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. That's a steady name. It is. Yeah. Unlike the other Barabbas, you just change it a tiny bit, and then. It's, it's slightly different. Yeah, when you change things a bit. They do become at least slightly they different. They sometimes slightly become slightly different. different. This, I live my life by this motto. Now we've got Peter who has a vision of various non-kosher animals. Mm. This is a cool-ass, very black metal vision. I agree. But also he was just hungry, right? Well, he wanted to eat a shrimp. He That's was... that cartoon moment when, you know, the person you're shipwrecked with turned into a giant yeah, like, turkey Yeah, he gets a leg. ham for a head. Yeah. yeah. And then, but he's like... Just envisioning reptiles mm. and and shellfish, dugongs, and oh, nothing yeah. can Wait, be profane. But they didn't eat the dugong. They they were allowed to use the dugong hide, but not eat it. Yes. What they do with the rest of the dugong? I don't know. Uh, the Gentiles could eat it, but not the Jews. Mm, they sold it to the Gentiles, <laughs> as usual. Special dugong market. Sea beef. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he's envisioning all these non-kosher animals, and God's like, hey, you can eat these. And he's like, no, I can't. But also, I'm intrigued. But tell me more. (laughs) And at the same time, God gives vision to a Roman centurion named Cornelius, 
obviously not a Jew. Mm-hmm. They get some great ass names. I know. Really Fantastic do. names. I, I think even, this is. I, like, I would be a centurion just to get one of the names like Octavius. Yeah. You know, anything like that. And uh, it tells him to send. This vision tells uh, the centurion to send for Peter. So he does. Normally, Peter wouldn't be allowed to eat a meal with a Gentile um, because. Which, that's weird. Well, Gentiles are dirty. Filthy. Yeah, that's like a Mike They're Pence kind of thing. Right? Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the food probably isn't kosher. Mm. Mm. Um, and it certainly wasn't prepared with the restrictions. Right. Um, but he says, oh, I, I know what that that wet dream about frogs was about now. Mm. It was about I want to fuck frog. I want to fuck frog. And um, no one is impure. Even No one is impure. Even the guy who wants to fuck frogs. Yeah. Mm. It's very convenient what a convenient book this is <laughs> in a very convenient larger text it's um, convenient that god inspired these people to write this book true true so he has his um his dinner converts cornelius comes back to jerusalem and everyone's like ew disgusting like you ate with a gentile they're not they're not circumcised yeah so that's when we really get into the circumcision yes which is book. great because most of the Old Testament is focused on circumcision. Right. Most and of it. And I've really been missing that. It's I was, like, where finally, we're talking about dicks again. Yeah. Also, how is it important that you, like, what's their eat style? That You just it's scoop imp- it up with you just, foreskin. Yeah. Right. Well, so that's, you know, it's like, what it's if. It's like buffet style, but you just fill up your foreskin. What? That's just such a disgusting image. Wow. <laughs> can't believe we did that. Sorry. I'm sorry. I can't move on from the image. From the Bible. Well, you've seen those guys that like stretch their foreskins online and they put stuff in them. Yeah, yeah. What is, can you tell us more about them? No, I can't. <laughs> I mean, like, that's all I know. Mm-hmm. And I've seen images where it's like there's something in there that should like there's like a spoonful of rice in, in your dick. In your dick. And that's what was going on, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. So um, But you have to go back for salad. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I can understand why people were against Peter doing this, but um, you know, God told him. That's, it's cool. You can do whatever you want with your dick. Shovel it in. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what else do we got? Oh, some folks set up a church in Antioch, which is now in Turkey, mm-hmm. or in what is now Turkey. Um, and it says that that's where they first start to be called Christians, which I thought- Kind of important, but uh, a letdown. Totally. As you're reading it, you're like, well, that's not- Yeah, you know. and it's just kind of okay. mentioned in passing. It's yeah. mentioned in passing, and then no one uses the term for the rest of the that's book. True. No, they that's always true. say they're followers of the way. Right. The way. Or they say, I'm a Jew- who, you know, believes in X, Y, and Z about this Jesus guy. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, Paul will go on tour. You got it. See you in a minute. Bye.
Welcome back to Sunday School Dropouts. My name is Nico. And I'm Lauren. And we have with us in the studio, Trisha Lockwood. I am also here. The memoir, She will not be ignored. I won't leave. I'm staying till the Bible is over. (laughs) Our new roommate, Trisha Lockwood. I live here (laughs) now with my cat, Ananias. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good name. It means pineapple. I mean, we should look it up, right? I thought you said Look etymologies were name? boring, bitch. Yeah. Whoa. Um, hmm. I'm thinking of like a anal. There's like a very oh, anal an- element anal to it. Like, yeah. And an anus. Right. And an anus. And an anus. And an anus. Yeah. So we should look it up, probably. Or it's like, or it's like. <laughs> I don't think we need to. I think we figured it out. It's like the opposite of anias, which is obviously an anus. Mm, so it's a mouth. Mm, okay. Oh, mouth of God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> done and done. So, uh, what we have now is a little man named Paul. Well, uh, I picture him as being kind of tall and ripped. Oh, I'm sorry. A tall and ripped man named Paul. Yeah, super hot. Um, he's gonna go on tour. And he's going to visit Christian churches all around the Roman Empire. Hmm. A man with a philosophy going on tour reminds me of a little little movie called Roadhouse. Oh, my God. You're so right. That's a Christ story. I mean, yes. Obviously. Dalton is 100% a Christ figure. Yeah. Except he throws a better punch. And he is a murderer <laughs> as well. <laughs> Jesus is a murderer of sin. Well, and I of mean, demons. No, but if he's part of God, God is ultimately slicing us all down. I mean, God does have the highest body count of yeah. any being so in the world. So he's got a hand world. in that. Good point. I have no theological argument to that. Mm. Um, basically, we don't need to go into the the very gritty details Oof, of this. Relief. Because it's it gritty book. happens <laughs> pretty much the same thing happens like in every city, which is he yeah, goes and they he, go there. Preaches, which right. is they go and there. Like, and they went. And it's like, cool. All right. And there's like, they stayed there three days yeah. and were taken very nice care of. Oh, that's and actually also, rather pleasant. And it's like, we converted this guy and also his whole household. So it was like, there was never some girl, like a Daria upstairs, mm. who was like, no, dad, I'm not converting to the way. <laughs> or at least they didn't. There was never a whole. They didn't out. at least write that part down. Yeah. That there are other novels opening out. Yeah, there we go. And so the other thing is that he always um, gets kind of driven out of town by some plotting Jews. He does. So he goes and he, you know, first he preaches to the Jewish church and he's like, "Um, you know, I'm Jewish, you're Jewish, we're all Jewish. um, And we got to follow this Jewish Messiah. Mm -hmm. Then he preaches to the Gentiles and the Jews don't like that. And then they sometimes, you know, try to stone him to death or... uh, just uh, kick him out of town. But it's why the targets of the mission ultimately became the Gentiles as opposed to the Jews. The yes. whole thi- whole book yeah. seems like a justification for turning away from Judea- it, Judaism. That's, that's what it is. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I mean, if you've decided that Jews are all just plotting, Plotters, plotting to yeah. get you, like it's very easy to say, oh yeah, we got to focus on Gentiles. These guys now. who keep putting me in jail or like hiding in large groups and not eating until they kill me. Hmm. Yeah. I, so I was confused when we were reading earlier books of the Bible. I was like, where does all this anti-Semitism come from? Because, you know, it it's mostly shoehorned. about it's mostly about Jews. Yeah. And then even in, in the Gospels, I'm like, well, the Jews are there, but it actually explains the political expedience for them, mm-hmm. you know, getting rid of Jesus pretty accurately. But this book 
is packed with it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> totally. And I was surprised because like I had I had read this. But yeah. I was like, don't remember that, though. Huh. And that was never, <laughs> never talked about in, in my church. No. Um, one interesting thing that happens is in Lystra, um, Paul and his traveling companion Barnabas. Mm. Again. Trustworthy good name. Good guy. You just know. You yes. can rely on him. He's got your back. Uh, people think that they're Zeus and Hermes and try to oh god yeah try to sacrifice something to them i blanked on this for a second and then they're like no 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 that is extremely blasphemous that's mm-hmm. that's not us um oh and then they convene the council in jerusalem to decide you if you really like that shit don't you the if, councils the appointments i know We're fucking episode 1 was her favorite different backgrounds the, of interest well, the subject of the council is whether gentiles need to circumcise themselves yeah which is big, I guess, but I'm still not as big about, as it used to be. Yeah, <laughs> I right? just you're not interested in deciding whether or not Gentiles get to keep their dicks intact. Now, nah. do you know about St. James? Once upon a time, I may have. Well, St. James Infirmary, that's a good song. St. James. It is, it is good. Let's play that. Yeah, open up wide. It's jazz yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually blues. It's called St. James Infirmary that is, Blues. Yeah, you shouldn't. Well, I mean, it was a, it's a jazz mistake. standard. Don't. Oh, is it? Absolutely. Oh. Hmm. I thought it was like a blues standard. Whatever. Um, St. James is the one who says. Wow, you guys are going to duke this out later, aren't you? <laughs> Two white people deciding what's jazz and what's blues. Never well, seen that before. What else are we here hmm. for? If I'm pretty not sure to the first that. person to draw a line between those was definitely white. St. <laughs> <laughs> James is the original intactivist. Oh. He's God the one damn. who says. Man, we haven't talked about intactivism for quite a while. I know. We? we got in trouble with the intactivists for some of our early episodes. You did. Yeah. Because they were all about circumcision. And it wasn't our fault. That's just what is in the Bible. But it's like a tenth of the Bible. People were yeah. like, it's um, it's not a joke. It's very serious. Oh, my God. And I was like, the it's... sensation was robbed from me. <laughs> I don't mean to because I don't know what it's like. But you know, so I feel you intactivist. But I didn't know that was a word till just now. Yeah. And St. James is their patron saint? All. Their patron so saint. So is his infirmary a place where he treats people? Maybe he oh. sticks have been cruelly. Yeah, maybe he like mutilates. You can kind of get one put back on now, can't you? You look at me like this is something I've <laughs> investigated. You had your your dick skin reconstituted. I have my dick. I have my dick on the pulse of modern medical science. <laughs> Gross. She asked me. <laughs> I'm just thinking this is like one, definitely one of your grossest episodes. No, come on. No. I mean, top you three. Should, like, look at the Old Testament, though. Like, mm. it's gross. It's nasty. Paul picks up a new disciple named Timothy, but they do make him get circumcised. He's half Jewish, half Greek. And they do make him get circumcised because, quote, the Jews who lived in that area knew that his father was a Greek. Sure. Circumcise the Greek guy. In Macedonia... Paul has a new traveling companion. This is Silas. Yeah. Silas, that doesn't sound as trustworthy a name to me. That sounds a little, that sounds like a villain. There's that like Deadwood character and you don't know Mm. whether he's good or bad. Yeah. And Sarah Paulson fucks him because he's so dumb and she's evil. And I would like a show about her. Pitch it. I can get you in touch with people. Pankerton. Continue. This is that show. Yeah. That's what we're doing now. Oh. Yeah. This is that show. Yeah. Sarah Paulson. Mm. That's what we're doing. Mm. Son of Paul. Sarah, son of Paul. Nice. I see why you love etymology so much. <laughs> I can tell. You know, Does, did you know that? Is this a trial um, to you? Does this always 
happen. Yes, I'm always found yeah. guilty. <laughs> Did you know that like if somebody has son in their name, like that means that like they're the son of somebody? What about son house? Yeah, Jazz he's or the, blues? He's the son of house mm-hmm. blues. <laughs> he's the son of Dr. House. <sighs> I bet that show doesn't hold up. House? I'm just saying. Well, they made approximately 6,000 episodes, so... It doesn't hold up. I've only seen, like, three episodes. And one of them was, like, Dr. House was, like, doing, like, a late-term abortion. Sure. And then, like, the baby, like, reached his hand out of the womb and, like, grabbed his finger. Really? Yeah. They did that? Yeah. What, what happened to his face? Was it, like, the Grinch when... The... It was, like... Yeah, his his heart had grown three sizes. Mm. He could no longer abort the innocent child. Um, That's fucked up. And then I can't remember what happened next. I guess he just sewed it back up. I'm not. Sure. Is that how it works? I don't know. It isn't how it works. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't work. That babies. Oh my god! Rip their hands. Won't shut grab up. Grab you. Show where Dr. House is Saul of Tarsus uh-huh. is converted by the baby's hand clutching at him and then goes forth over the face of the earth in some sort of doctors without borders scenario sure. to convert people to the way. Um, you're giving me this face like no takers, <laughs> anyone? Uh, <laughs> it's a soft pass. Yeah, well, um, we'll circle back to it. Okay. Well, let's put a All pin right. in it. Let's put a pin. Uh, is Hugh Laurie attached already? Attached? To oh, the, to, to the, the project. to the project. Yes, yes, he is. I thought attached was like a euphemism for circumcision. So did I. <laughs> and I was like, Shh. there's so much about the intactivist that I don't know. Good, good. Um, in Macedonia, Paul and Silas drive the demon out of a slave girl. Yeah, that story I want a little more about. So, that like one. her her slave owners have been using her because the demon can predict the future. So mm. they've been like renting her out to predict the yeah. future, and now the demon is gone. So they're very angry, and well, they... he's like, "Get out of her!" Yeah, and she's like, "Well, okay, but like now I, I'm not the goose that lays the golden egg anymore. Like, yeah, this is dangerous for me. So like, and she has to pass. Don't doesn't he pass her in the street multiple times while he's staying in Macedonia? And he gets annoyed. Yeah, yeah that's what it says. Well, because the demon annoyed. keeps following him and being yeah. like, "Hey, Paul, what's up?" You're a fucking a Christian. I hate you. I mean, I guess. What did it say? It just kept it was, saying like, "You're Paul." No, it was backing up Paul. It was saying, "Paul, you're a servant of the." Lord Jesus Christ, and you're like an agent of God on this earth. Yeah, so like, why did it annoy him so much? I don't bad? know. So you like, I know. I, well, he's there to preach. I don't know. Whatever. He uh, yeah. wants his cover he, blown. He, yeah. Yes. More than his dick, <laughs> he wants his cover blown. Uh, that's indisputable textually. Paul. <laughs> More than his dick, he wants his cover blown. Uh, yeah, and he gets annoyed. I like a word like that being in the Bible. I like when people are just like not striking you down or, mm. you know, really thunderous events, but like I'm irritated. Oh, no, totally. That's, you know, the best, that's the, those are the best moments. Totally. Yeah. The little human moments yeah. among all the garbage. Or when they like they're like, Jehu drives like a madman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> that's the good shit. That's yeah. the good shit. Um, And then so they get thrown in jail. The, the slave owners have um, Paul and Silas thrown in jail, but it doesn't say what happens to the slave girl. I know. Yeah. And I'm like, but wasn't she the most interesting part of all this? Right. Yeah. Well, he didn't cure her of her slavery. So right. Presumably. Yep. yep. 
So she's, kind of the biggest thing there yeah. that you should have attended to. Yeah. And and then like the, an earthquake frees them from jail and they convert the jailer. Amazing. Still nothing about the slave girl. Yeah. Um, I love when they're in Athens and it's like, oh, some Epicurean and Stoic philosophers. Yeah. Um, hear Paul preaching and they invite him to like come present his exciting new philosophy to them because, quote, all the Athenians and the foreigners who lived there spent their time doing nothing but talking about and listening to the latest ideas. Yeah. I love it. Me I love too. it's like just the stereotype yeah. is like has been the same for 2000 years. It's like, but oh, also, yeah, Athens. What do they do there? They just fucking talk about philosophy. All but day. also there's like a gay idea there, too. And it's like we want this hottie to come talk to us. Oh, because he's tall and ideas. ripped. Tall and ripped. Tall and, and ripped mm-hmm. with ideas. Tall yep. and ripped. Yep. He's got 24 abs and yep. they're each All full of, body. of philosophical and Yeah. Not where you expect them. No. <laughs> Some of them are spiritual. Yeah. Um, okay. Does this Holy Spirit um, coincide with your conception of the Holy Spirit? Well, what happens in Ephesus is they meet the, the Christian church there. And he's like, oh, did you guys receive the Holy Spirit? And they're like, uh, we don't know what the Holy Spirit is. And he, we just got baptized with water. And so then he like lays hands on them and the Holy Spirit enters them and they start speaking in tongues. It's mm. like a physical transformation and there's physical proof of it. Yes. And that that was much more Protestant. That was more evangelical. And that was more like my teenage experience really? with the God's gang youth group. Yeah. Because so for me, Presbyterian, like mainline Protestant, not evangelical, not evangelical. Um, that was like not a thing at all. Like my concept of the Holy Spirit was very much metaphorical. Well, I mean, like I was also irish catholic so you're just envisioning a shamrock constantly like you can't help it it's like the one thing that's in your mind when you think about it did you like have was there some supposed to be some sort of physical proof of the holy spirit no no no, no okay no. you weren't supposed to like freak out and, okay like foam at the mouth like a dog or anything right. like it's not the holy spirit is not something that you have to have like a an installation window for you no. know like yeah they're like we haven't we haven't been we're not on the install schedule for the holy spirit yeah yet. yeah he's and paul's to, like oh did they set you up they were supposed <laughs> a guy was supposed to come with the right. cable and right. an axe i mean the holy spirit is like something that you should have insurance for i don't know that that's true in other books of the bible you mean yeah. because of the physical ramifications yeah he's just blasting through like if it hits <laughs> yeah. you, if, it, if it hits you when you're he's on the fire, stairs he's a yeah. wind he's just like knocking down walls he's just in there and the way i was raised I like almost wasn't raised with like a trinity. Like I would say I was raised with like a binity. Like Presbyterians, man. You like we obviously we called it a trinity. We said the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, but like I we never like talked about the Holy Spirit. My belief is that in each particular sort of sect, there's one lobe that you leave out. Oh, really? Yeah. This is that is, this is what I think. Is that true? Yeah, I think so. What um can you can you give me another example? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Great. I just feel like someone's neglected generally. Like, you know, if the, the Pentecostals are maybe like focusing so much on the Holy yeah. Spirit. Like that sort of thing. I think that I just think that you your focus falls on two of the guys and one of the guys gets a little bit left. It's in the hard shadow. to hold three people. Three. Right. That's in your why mind. it's a mystery. Right. That's why they chose this. Right. Um also in Ephesus, there's a silversmith. Oh my god, the riot of the silversmiths are freaking out and fight each other because they can't make their Artemis statues anymore, you know? That's what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is whole... uh what is that accent? 
I don't know. It, was that excited Southern Belle? <laughs> it was. It's definitely not Southern. Is it like no Catherine idea. Hepburn? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Ma, she was, yeah. Yeah, it's like that probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just go into it. <laughs> Almost like speaking, speaking in, in tongues. tongues. The Holy Spirit of Catherine Hepburn. Ma, she was, yeah. Has entered TT. Oh, in, in Troas, a man gets uh, so bored listening to Paul talk on and on. Th- that's the Bible's words. I like to hear Paul talk. As Paul talked I on and Paul on. Talk. He gets so bored, he falls asleep, falls out a third story window and dies. Yeah. <laughs> this happens a lot. But again, and then it's Poor like, but the message of God continues <laughs> to be well, no, spread Paul brings across. him back to life. That's true, yes. Which is the least he could fucking do. He's like, hey, be more careful next time. Is that the book that it's like the easiest for people to bring people back to life? Oh, absolutely. Totally. It brings so many people back to life in Acts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Left and right. And Jesus was only bringing back one, two people per gospel tops. 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 And it was a big deal. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Even um, though it changed in every gospel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um... This is where Paul says, I served the Lord with great humility and with tears, although I was severely tested by the plots of the Jews. Again, these, these plots. Can we do something about this? Uh, now, Paul goes back to Jerusalem, and I just want to briefly note that he stays at the house of someone named Manason. Manason, yeah. That did jump out. M-N-A-S-O-N. Oh, is it O-N? Yeah, it's Manason. like Mason. Mason just put that in But Manason. Jewish authorities uh, arrest him and bring him to the Romans and say he's causing political trouble, much like a very parallel to Jesus Mm -hmm. um, and definitely like deliberately so. And the way he ramps up to his visit to Jerusalem and everybody tells him not to go and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But this is why Acts sucks. You're right. It's because in the Gospels there is one or two resurrections Mm. tops. And in Acts, they're like, throw the whole thing at the wall. This is the, yeah, it's like the sequel. We'll just, yeah, we'll everything just was done. More explosions, exactly. pretty much. And it just, it all, it all goes to shit then. It's like, do you remember Agent Smith? Well, now there are like a thousand Agent yeah, Smiths. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And that, it, that's why it sucks. <laughs> the answer is no. Yeah. It is not. They made Paul do bullet time. They've got Jar Jar Binks in there. Jar Jar Binks is Paul? Question mark. Just physically. That's that's your. Um, that's what leaps to mind for me. The a tall, ripped, hot preacher, mm-hmm. racist, Jar Jar Binks, caricature. Yeah, anti-Semitic. Yeah. Okay. Of course, his his uh, arc is opposite Paul's. If you believe the Darth Jar Jar hypothesis, <laughs> um, what is that? Oh, that Jar Jar becomes. Oh, you don't a know Sith the Darth Lord. Jar Jar hypothesis? No. Yeah, he becomes a Sith Lord and like sits at the right hand hand of the Emperor. Oh my god. It makes so much sense. Though. You knew it in your heart. You knew like, it in your heart. Yeah, I knew you've it never already. you've yeah. never heard it, but you you knew right. it. So, the Romans have Paul under arrest. They're about to start flogging him mm. to get which in. he would like if he would just submit to it for a second. Yeah, but he's not ready. He hasn't like made that transition yet. Yeah. And so he's like, um, actually, you can't flog me because I'm a Roman citizen, mm-hmm. which is weird because he's a Pharisee. He's a Jew. He's from Judea. Why is he a Roman citizen? Um, and he loves to be persecuted in all other forms. So why is flogging a bridge too far? Yeah, that's true. He's been, I mean, he's been flogged already. Yeah. Well, and, did, well, when he was an agent of the Pharisees, did he like earn citizenship that way? He says he was born with citizenship. He says he was born. So um, like the commander, the Roman commander is like, are you really a citizen? Because like I had to pay a big price to become a citizen, meaning he either literally paid money mm-hmm. and bought a title or like performed some feat, you know, like won a battle or whatever for the Roman Empire. 
And then Paul's like, well, you may have like paid a price, but I was born a Roman citizen. Hmm. Also, this stuff I'm not interested in. Um, <laughs> guys, we're boring TT. Mm. Um, it's a lesson about privilege, though. You know, Paul can only get his time in the in the spotlight because of his birthright. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with any particular value that he brings to the right. table. Also, and he's um, very willing to call on it in his hour of need. The note, the footnote in my Bible says, um, "How Paul's father or other ancestor had gained citizenship, no one knows. No one knows. Well, fuck me then." So, thanks for that super helpful footnote. Really helpful. <laughs> it was yeah, really necessary. That was nice. Uh, and so then the Romans are like, oh, okay, we can't like put him in chains because he's like a citizen or whatever. So they bring him to the Sanhedrin, which is the like Supreme Court of the Beardos, the Beardos, the Beardos, the Council of Beards. Yeah. Um, and the Sanhedrin contains both Pharisees and Sadducees. These are the two different, <sighs> uh, types of priests. I mean, I never understood the difference. Well, she I'll explained it you. in details for several episodes in a row. Oh, wow. The I'm Sadducees? Sure are I'm so glad I got someone on my side now. Upper right. class. Yeah, I'm with you. The Pharisees are middle class, but their big, one of their biggest theological differences is the Pharisees believe in angels, spirits, and the resurrection of the dead at Judgment Day. Correct. And the Sadducees do not. Yeah, and it says that it, it goes into that. Yes, but so it's very crafty what Paul does because he says, "Oh, I'm on trial because I'm a Pharisee and I believe in resurrection." And he's really like, he's not lying. No, he's not. He's there because he believes in resurrection of a certain person mm-hmm. named Jesus Christ. He's and why a wouldn't rhetorician. he believe it? Because Paul he's, is a rhetorician. He's also performed resurrection himself. That's true. Very easily. Not it the spiritual not even, kind, but didn't like. Didn't even like break a sweat. Yeah. yeah. But not the physical kind. Yeah. This guy that I bored into falling out of a window. <laughs> you know, it's like, At okay. least he acknowledged fault in that. Right. He was like, I, I you know agree. what? Yeah. My I bad. Agree. The harshest review he ever got. Someone and <laughs> fell asleep, fell out a window, and died. One star. <laughs> I died. However, brought me back to life. Five stars. <laughs> edited, yeah. <laughs> yeah, edited. Um, so then, of course, this is a very touchy subject between the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They break out in an argument that is so vehement that the Roman soldiers just leave and take Paul back to the barracks. <laughs> yeah. He has that effect on people. Um, probably because of all the philosophical abs. Yeah. So then they transfer him to Caesarea, which mm. is um, a city that's like, uh, I think it's a little north of Jerusalem. And it was like the administrative center of the Romans um, in Judea. And he's brought before Governor Felix. And Felix doesn't really have a problem with him. He's, quote, well acquainted with the way. Yeah, he's Governor Happy, dude. Why yeah. would he have a problem? And Felix his, is chill. Yeah. His wife is Jewish, Drusilla. Uh, right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Drusilla. Sapphira, Drusilla. There's some really evil women's names and acts. But Felix keeps Paul locked up because he's hoping that he'll offer him a bribe. So he just, he can like, he's not like in a dungeon. He's just like chilling. People can come visit him. Um, Which they're supposed to do if they're Christians. Yeah, as Jesus said in Matthew 25. Mm-hmm. Gotta visit people in prison. Um, and he even talks about Jesus with Governor Felix all the time. Yeah. But he Felix won't let him go. And that lasts for, I think, two years. Yeah, two years. Yeah, I like that. And it was like, this went on for two, for two years. years. <laughs> but Felix is calling him in and chatting with him. So it's Have fine. dinner. You're a great it's conversationalist. Totally, it's okay. That's all he'd be doing anyway is talking about Jesus. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, then Felix is succeeded by a new governor named Porcius Festus. Wow. Sounds worse. The Probably pig, we already know it. Pig, pig party, I'm going to go. I'm going to translate it as party pig. Yeah, yeah party pig. 
Um, and the party pig is like, okay, what's the deal with this prisoner? Um, Governor Happy's days are over. I'm yeah. the party pig it's, now. <laughs> it's time for the party pig. There's this whole thing where like King Herod comes to. Yeah, there's another King Herod. No, it's Can like we get a fucking fresh never, name or something? I know. Dude, okay, that this King Herod is not a king and is not named Herod. <laughs> yeah. And they call him King Herod just for some reason. Consistency. Yeah. He he like comes to visit the party pig and they're like, I don't know. I think we should let this guy go. But then Paul has already invoked his right as a Roman citizen to appear before the emperor and mm. have his case heard. And they're like, well, he already invoked his right, so we can't let him go now. Which is like some mythology bullshit that once you like say something, you have to keep your word, no matter if it means like sacrificing your daughter or like mm, yeah the whole yeah. text is very yeah, respectful right. is very respectful to the roman legal system like yes, all it is. all their t's are crossed and all their i's are, are also crossed are also crossed it's absolutely a bureaucratic document but and i'm just saying it's it, because you would assume christianity was adopted by the empire as the state religion right. the text has to be has to be very kind to the empire mm. and harsh on the jews mm. Um, so they put Paul on a ship to Rome, but... And this is the only part that's cool. This is literally ever. the only part that's cool, except for the party pig, but party pig. he's only in there for like a few party paragraphs. Party pig and Pentecost. I like that magician. Yeah, the magician. Except then they burned his books, and I'm like, no, ancient also, magical ancient, secrets. Ancient secrets. It really seemed like they were like, God, you know, people practicing magic is such a problem. Like, it, like were so many people doing this? There were like so many sorcerers. Dude, if it worked. I know. They also, there was a sorcerer named Bar Jesus. Yes. <laughs> I know. It's like, I everybody, love Bar Jesus. That's the everybody Jesus. Everybody has met Bar Jesus. Yeah, exactly. That's when you're, you're at the bar, you're Bar Jesus drunk. is Chris Angel mind free. <laughs> he is. Think about it. Chris Angel, Bar Jesus. Chris Angel, eh? Bar Jesus, Mind Freak. Yeah, Mind Freak. Write that novel. Put that in your Bible. Just make that a whole thing. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Christian magic. It's a thing, right? It's very blasphemous, yeah. Ooh, so blasphemous, but, right? but such an untapped market. Like, tantalizing. They want what they can't have. New Wine at Nine, Bar Jesus, Mind Freak. Chris Angel. Jesus. Yeah. The other one's better. Chris Angel Jesus. Chris Angel Jesus. <laughs> it's more straightforward in a way. In a way. Yeah. It's like a super text. In another of. truer way. <laughs> um All right, so Paul, he's on a boat. On a boat. The weather is bad. Mm. Paul tells everyone like he seems to be surrounded by incompetent sailors because they're like yeah, who are these guys? I don't know. Right? They're like, we're going to f- sail to Rome. And he's like, uh, it's about to be winter and this boat can't survive winter. And they're like, don't Let's worry just about leave it. Just, instead. We're just going to yeah. go, though. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, I think it's another callback to Jonah mm-hmm. and to Jesus calming the storm, mm-hmm. obviously. Are sailors always idiots in the Bible? Question. 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 Well, I think with Jonah, it, the sailors weren't the idiots Jonah was. But there's a sort of like a foolishness attributed to sailors, a fool heart. Well, they let him on board, but he paid a lot of money to get on board. They couldn't have known that he was defying God's well, express commandment. Yeah. Although they should have asked him questions. Mm. But once they see those denarii hitting the yeah. hitting the deck. And that yeah. body, that amazing body. This wait, are we talking about Jonah how, or Paul? <laughs> Paul. Oh, okay. oh, I thought you were talking about Jonah. I'm like, how many people in the Bible are cut? No, <laughs> all of them. All of That's them. the only reason I read it. <laughs> Wasn't that well, not, else's idea? Not uh, Eglon. Eglon, the Egglord, the yeah. fattest king of all time. He was yeah. very fat. 
fattest king of all time. <laughs> he was. And it you says have that. Like competition when it comes to <laughs> fat kings. I his, mean, there are a lot of them. His coffin was big enough to like put a family's bed in. Wow. His it was also round shaped. Mm-hmm. Well, egg shaped because he was peace. he was egg shaped. Yeah. Are we sure he wasn't like a Humpty Dumpty precursor? Oh, he he was, he was. Uh, undoubtedly because he gets uh his insides spell out. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. There's a graphic is description of of the of the sword going through his layers of fat. Yeah. Yum. Yeah. Yum. Also, he's like on the toilet. I think. I think we may be conflating a couple things, but this no, is great. No, no, this is great stuff. His men Probably. just thought he was on the toilet. That's right. That's why they didn't come check on him. They were they... like, Egglord's been gotcha. in there for days. Yeah. <laughs> that's just the way he rolls this. Yeah. Some guys save it up. Yeah. But that's the way he rolls. A yeah. little bit off center. Like <laughs> egg. Yeah. <laughs> so we're back. Paul is on the boat. Do we have to, though? A storm happens. They get shipwrecked on Malta. Mm. Um, but Didn't everybody, see that coming, I know, to be Just honest. Just in season for carnival. Everybody survives because they follow his magic god instructions where like they can't use the lifeboats. Now, you know that um, Robert Altman's Popeye was filmed on Malta, oh, right? I didn't know that. And what the, a strange film. The village is still there. It's a very strange film. The music's amazing. It is. So think about Paul rolling up in that village. Also, um, for any listeners who haven't read Trisha's book, Balloon Pop, Outlaw Black. Oh, it's about, yeah. It's full of Popeyes and covered in Popeyes. Yeah, total Popeye stuff, yeah. Um, And so they're on Malta, and it's the barbarians on the island. Mm. Mm. Mine said natives. Natives. I had natives. Um, The Greek is barbarians. Wow. Well, Harsh. Well, I guess we should shut up and leave since (laughs) we're not knowing the Greek of it. Okay, fine. Literally... We do a segment on the show called Etymology Corner. Literally, that's what I have created. It's, that's where it for myself. stay in um, the corner. The barbarians are very friendly, and I just want you to tell you that my Bible's footnotes mm. said that they're not actually barbarians. They're actually of um, Phoenician blood. Oh, just some Phoenicians then. <laughs> I just like it's like oh, don't worry, they weren't barbarians. They were one of the good races. <laughs> but it's also like that's a very like, they were like seagoing people, right? Yeah. The Phoenicians, yeah. yeah. Um, they help the, the stranded sailors. They see Paul get bit by a viper, mm. and they think, "Wow, he must um, have done something really bad." Yeah, they were like, "Well, he, he tried to kill you, and you're gonna die anyway." But he's like, "No, I made it." And they're like, "Well, you're a god." Then it's yeah. so easy for natives to make that leap in literature. Don't <laughs> it's you find? true. Don't you find? You know, it's true. Yeah, I hadn't really like thought about no, they that. They jumped to, he's a god very, they very quickly. They do that quickly. twice yeah. in this book yeah. and like you would think that's a, like a modern a modern mm, a modern white, piece of racism? White yeah, European sort of creation. Colonial. Yeah, but, yeah, but it goes back pretty far. It goes back. Yeah. Uh, so then it doesn't, he doesn't ever uh, dissuade them of this notion, no, it doesn't no. say. So there is still on Malta the mm. cult of a Snake Paul. A snake Paul. You know, he's, he's got the like opposite of St. Patrick. Little adders <laughs> attached to every wrist and is like flinging them around. He's still worshipped there. <laughs> Thank you, Catherine, for joining us again. Um, How has it been being dead these past 40 years? I've loved every minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> finally, they get to Rome. They say the winter on Malta. They finally get to Rome. Paul gets... Winter on Malta. That sounds lovely. I know, winter doesn't it? Malta. I bet they have that like chestnut pasta there. No, that's Sardinia. I know, but like, don't you think they might have some on Malta also? They must have a I, special I pasta. They must have some. At least some kind of special pasta. We're going to look it up. In Rome, 
Paul's supposed to be locked up, but he just like rents a room. I never get this. Yeah, it's like okay, all right, fine. They literally they, they it says he rents a house, and and they just have like one guard posted outside. I Anyone... love that. I love that. He's like, well, I could get a hotel, but if you look at the price, I could get a nice house like just a couple metro stops away mm-hmm. from the city center, and it'd be fine. And I could have fr- people stay with me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and the guards like, yeah, sure, go for it. And people just come and go. Um, Sounds like he lives a nice life in Rome. Yeah, I mean, it honestly, does seem that way. Because um, he gets to talk about Jesus all day, which is all he wants to do anyway. That's true. And he like converts a bunch of people like from his from his house. He works from home. How mm-hmm. big were these houses? Good question. Like, that's another thing I wondered reading the Bible. Is it yeah, said, like what were these houses? I wonder too, because he's in like Rome mm-hmm. proper. Mm. So I assume pretty small. But it seemed like they were massive, you know? It seemed like just like all these Christians were crammed in like sardines. Mm, sardines, huh? They may... Nico's like on a sardine kick right now. He has like 10 different canned fishes in the pantry right now. Wild caught, everybody. <laughs> Save your letters. <laughs> Dolphins safe, fuckers. Uh, Dolphins safe, fuckers. Dolphins safe, fuckers. <laughs> that's, that's where it ends. I know, he never, it's a little Lisa, abrupt. I, it's so stupid. He never goes this to trial. This is so fucking dumb. It's a little abrupt. He's like, he's like on trial for his life and and by extension, the life of Christianity in the Roman Empire. Yeah. yeah. He gets to Rome to finally plead his case before the it's emperor. It's like the last boss battle. They they come to him and they're like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. There have no, been no charges filed against you. And he's yeah, like, we, don't, we don't have like, you in the Perfect. I'm on system. vacation. Amen. <laughs> yeah. He's it, on a Roman holiday. Speaking just, of Hepburn. It's just fine. Nice. That's a sad movie, though. Roman Holiday? Yeah. It's good, though. I don't know. She's trapped in the end. She is. And it's got a way way age disparity in the main romance. Way. Yeah. You guys are looking at me really expectantly. No, you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Oh, you should watch it at least for the haircut scene. Is there any, like, etymology in it? There are plenty of words. Words involve etymology. Do they, like, ever? And there's, like, bureaucracy and, like, rules you have to follow there's rules yeah there's rules oh i like rules yeah like old european ones mm. mm-hmm. etiquette you like etiquette well yeah mostly do you like someone losing a shoe while they're like uh doing royal duties and then having to sort of feel around with her tiny foot to get the shoe again she can't step down no that doesn't sound this sounds like that's good. mainly what that your new about. favorite movie yeah. <laughs> okay it's like the whole thing of it that's the okay. entire movie she's a christ figure in a way mm-hmm is there any movie that has been made yes. that doesn't have some sort of Christ figure in it? No, I can make a Christ like, figure. Like you could make a Christ figure out of literally every yeah. Yeah. movie. Let's what's the most far fetched? Let's find it. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I feel like that's doable. The hidden dragon is the Holy Spirit in that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also any mm-hmm. of those movies where there's like slow mo arrows and things flying past people, the Christ metaphor is very obvious. Um, somebody sacrifices themselves for somebody else in every kung fu movie. So those that's are true. Oh, okay. that's true. That's okay. true. Okay. Okay. Um, Wayne's World. Hmm. Be excellent to each other. That's the that's wrong movie. Jesus Christ, Lauren, you disappointed me one too many times. I don't. I have not seen like any movies. Here's a list of movies that I've seen. Airbud. Airbud too. Airbud is Jesus. Of course. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely He's true. Jumping. Any movie with an animal. That's always the animal is always a Christ figure. Always <laughs> sacrifices always. himself, is pushed away, but but returns no matter. Which makes Old Yeller times. like a pretty dark film. Oh, Old Yellers! It wasn't in any way. Uh, 
I don't remember the ending. Hmm. Old Yeller fucking gets rabies and dies. Yeah, all those dog movies. He gets the hydrophobia. I was, I was kidding. That's the only <laughs> famous thing about that film. The only famous thing. They call it the hydrophobia in the book. Yeah. That's You're a good right. name for it. That's um another uh, word for rabies. It's from hydro. So let's water. have another conversation Fuck while this is happening. Phobia. Fear. Fuck you. Yeah. We're, How's you book tour been? It's pretty crazy so far. Hey, actually. can we rate the book? Yes. Nico, how would you rate this book? I would give this book three out of seven idols to an unknown god. Nice. We didn't cover that in the episode, but it's a great unit. Thank you. Uh, would you care to explain your reasoning? Yeah. This feels like a bad sequel to the Gospels. Which it is. Um, it has the sticky fingerprints of later editors all over it, which I don't like those. I got to get me my primary sources. Or as close as possible, because I <laughs> well, good luck with me that. my primary sources. <laughs> Gotta have me some of that. I'll take that as admiring impersonation. It was. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. Uh, there are some nice moments, but I'm not sure that they are all intentional, or if I'm just finding enjoyment in the goofy, strange things yeah. that they get left in. Yeah. Uh, Mostly it seems like Paul spends time summarizing Jesus' message, which is fine. I've already read the Gospels. And Paul is cool, though, but Peter is full of shit. Like, we hate Peter, right? Or do you prefer Peter? I like Paul because he's crazier. I like Paul because, yeah, he, he's like he's got he's, crazy eyes. He's got like, the crazy what is he eye. up to? Yeah, right. What's his game? He's just a lot more interesting. He's a lot more textual of a character. I mean... My oh, thing is, Peter's the founder oh, why don't you go now? and the fisherman, so of course you would like him more, wouldn't you, Lauren? Yes. <laughs> Wait, what does that have to do with? Hey, come on. Just, like, just accept just... that you got roasted and yeah, give your this fucking... Yeah, like a basic <laughs> personality analysis okay. here. Duh. My thing is, Jesus My thing is... appointed <laughs> Peter. Wow. Paul's just some rando. That's what we like. Mm. I don't. I don't know. I just might. I'm. I'm just not decided yet. I'm undecided about Peter and Paul. Okay. Okay. What's your rating? My rating is five out of thirteen uh, silver shrines to Artemis, mm. and that is because I love uh, all the wacky hijinks. Sure. Uh, not thrilled. You do subscribe to Wacky Hijinks Weekly. Not thrilled with the anti-Semitism, uh, and. I, I there's a lot of stuff that I'm not I could really go either way on it like I can't tell if I think it's awesome that Paul bored someone to death and then brought them back to life or like if it's bad actually the worst thing in the Bible yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's some competition yeah well <laughs> yeah uh that, so I don't know I that's my thing I have lost my words I'm uh freaking out mixed opinions I'm going to go bored, with I'm, I have one. I'm going to go with one and a half intactivists, but not tell you out of how many. Because that that's fair. is the question, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Isn't it? Isn't it though? Putting would the you... mystery back in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Would you mm -hmm. care to elaborate? No uh, more. No. That's no. all. That's okay. it. Um, that's great. That's very like um, gnostic of you. Oh, I'm like the most gnostic bitch you'll ever meet. <laughs> that's what your license plate is, gnostic bitch. Yeah. Yes, it is my license plate. If I could drive a car, do you think a Gnostic could drive a fucking car? They might know how to. Mm. They might know how. If we're at that point, we're going to have to terminate this. Okay. I also didn't say that. You yeah. said that. Someone said it. And you're fired. Why, Why have I even made the bad guy on my own podcast? you did it. <laughs> you did that thing. 
So, Patricia, uh, remind us about the book. Where can people find it? Oh, now I think you can just buy it in any old store. You can. You can. It came out. Um, by the time this comes out, it'll have been out like two weeks. Oh my God! Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there'll be like. Um, it is no copies left, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Literally the best book that you will read this year. I in guarantee the world. that. Yep. If it's you so don't, much better than Acts. Oh, like that's that's yeah. not even that's not, not even, even a competition. Yeah. Um, if you don't want to read this book, I will find you and kill you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my recommendation. And you always keep your promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a rule You're follower. Honor bound, right? I'm, I'm a rule so you guys follower. better watch out. Yeah. And and also a murderer. Yeah. So yeah, that I as will. Well. That as well. I will kill. I mean, I've bored you. some people to death in my time. <laughs> I've yelled at people that hard before. <laughs> Been so disappointed in people that yeah. they died. Yeah. We all have that capability. Yeah. Um, we all have like a spark of the divine. Like we all have the Holy Spirit in us. Yeah. Um, Mainly for killing. That's something yeah. that Jesus gave to us. Like, yeah, the ability to kill. Wow. Way to bring it back around. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Mm. I think that wraps it up for our show. <laughs> I agree. It truly does. My, she was yeah. You can find us on Twitter at Sunschool Drop. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Sunday School Dropouts. You can uh, send us mail, including pets that need to be blessed or cursed, to contact at sundayschooldropouts.lol. You can find me on Twitter at Lauren E. O'Neill. You can find TT on Twitter at Trisha Lockwood. Uh, you can't find Nico on Twitter yet. But you can find all the music from the show, as well as my original compositions, at soundcloud.com slash Nico N-I-K-O-B-A-K-U-L-I-C-H. And uh, if you want to leave us five-star review on iTunes, we wouldn't complain. In fact, we will add it to the tally that we're using to cyberbully Nico into joining Twitter. An agreement I don't remember. We'll be back <laughs> next week with more Bible. As always, my name is Nico Bakulich. And I'm Lauren O'Neill. And we love you very much. And we'll see you Sunday. Bye-bye. Bye.